You're a monster! Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. How are we doing, James? Good. Looking forward to the Super Bowl. Yes. Going to be a great game. Yeah. I think. I mean, Tom Brady, Mahomes again. Yeah. Like, well, not a, what do you mean again? Well, a- AFC Championship game. Yeah. I mean, maybe not for the Super Bowl, but still a really good game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was cool. I, I wanted the Chiefs to beat the Bills, but I was cool with either Rodgers or Brady filling in on the other side. Because I feel like either one of those would be a good matchup. Yeah, I I agree. I think obviously we we kind of assumed the Bills were going to lose, but uh, and they didn't look great. I th- I think the Green Bay game was pretty close, pretty even, but I wasn't upset with the outcome either. Anyways, we're not here to talk about that yet, so we're going to jump into some stuff that we thought was very fascinating. Um, things that we were kind of researching and looking over and we just wanted to share with you guys. So uh, James, I know we got some stats about m- Mr. Tom Brady that we wanted to kind of just maybe giggle about a little bit. Yeah. Too. <laughs> we always hear like these crazy, ridiculous Tom Brady stats and they are ridiculous and they so just dumb. keep getting more ridiculous. So it's just, yeah. it's fun to reiterate these. So one of them that is just like absolutely insane is Brady has played in more conference championship games than 26 NFL franchises. <laughs> And probably some of these franchises have been around for quite a while. The only ones that ha- he hasn't, 49ers, Steelers, Cowboys, and the Patriots. Well, that's because he, he was the for play the for the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense, though, because some of those teams have been around for a very, very long yeah. time. Another one that I saw that was pretty cool is Tom Brady has a better chance of making the Super Bowl every year than Stephen Curry does making a three-point shot. <laughs> That's funny because Steph Curry's three point percentage is pretty solid. Yeah. From yeah. what I thought. It's incredible. <laughs> That's that is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, there were some other fun ones though that we were looking over season totals for some players. There was one I thought that was kind of interesting. I really didn't it kind of makes sense, but it also doesn't because I feel like he didn't play that well and he was missing time. But so the leader this year for passes completed and passing attempts were the same player from a bad, mm. bad team. From a bad team. Yeah. Did nope. So I'm guessing they didn't even definitely didn't make the playoffs then. So if they're bad. No, they fired their coach. Fired their coach. Pretty early. I don't know. I got I, nothing comes to the top of my head. Matt Ryan. Really? Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, that of, makes sense because Todd Gurley's down there. They didn't have a run game. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I was I was expecting someone else. Yeah. I was thinking something stupid crazy like Baker Mayfield or something. No. Like. <laughs> I'm no. like, there's no way. I mean, he had like 100 yards for like his first three games. Yeah. So um, I thought one that was crazy. Um, and it, and it's, it's something that we've kind of been talking a little bit about anyway because he might be on the move. But uh, I got to find it real quick. Here we go. Okay. Total offense. So the number one player in total offense, obviously it's got to be a quarterback. A couple guesses come to mind first. Yeah. Josh Allen. That's a good guess. I would would actually, he's number three on the list. Kyler. Kyler's four. Really? Yeah. 
I'm actually a little bit more surprised with Kyler at four than I am. Yeah. Lamar? <laughs> it couldn't be Lamar. I think. No, Lamar's not yeah, even top 10. Yeah. No, it's Deshaun Watson. That's awesome. Yeah. The reason I find that fascinating is because there's a possibility of him moving soon. Yeah. <laughs> but he was the number one player in total offense this yeah, year with almost 5,000. Passer rating numbers and stuff like that. He was fant- He really was very, very good this year. Dude, Houston's going <laughs> to be in some trouble next yeah, year. Yeah, we got some news about him, too. <laughs> Uh, did you have anything else? Yeah, another one that I thought was kind of fun. So this same quarterback led both of these comebacks okay. and game-winning drives. All right, comebacks, game-winning drives, quarterback, good team, playoff team, no yep. playoff, t- playoff, playoff team. team. Interesting. How many comebacks? Five comebacks, six game-winning drives. So decent amount. Yeah, that's not that's, that's actually a lot. Who was? Bad defenses. That's a good. Ah uh, man, well, it can't be Lamar. No. Um. Hmm. Uh, dude, I um can't be Ben because I mean because Ben's team. He's close. They, He's up towards the top. Okay. Did Kyler have how many did Kyler have? Did Kyler was Kyler it? He had four game winning drives, two behind the leader. Okay. I don't know, man. I got nothing. Ryan Tannehill won both of these. Oh, categories. that makes sense though. It does. Yeah. That makes does. a lot of sense. There was a lot of shootout games. Yeah. Hmm. And also I that, like that, 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 I that like defense, that. that bad defensive stat. <laughs> that helps. Yeah, there was a lot of Really I mean, bad just like, just like even at the end of the season, at like the end of the game with AJ Brown down the middle of the field for that huge play, and they barely won with like thirty seconds on the clock. Yeah, the whole drive. Yeah, that was sick though. It was with a kick a field goal or whatever. I'm just because I'm a big AJ Brown fan. No, but that makes a lot of sense, and that's a really cool stat because I feel like Ryan Tannehill, before he was with Tennessee, just had a lot of negative views. Yeah, he's a guy that can win you a game. He's yeah, he's not bad. He's not the reason that they didn't go farther in the playoffs. We'll say no. that. <laughs> but do we have any other ones? No. All right, James. If they wanted to uh, come chat with us, if they haven't subscribed to our channel, where would they be able to find us at? Uh, Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, Apple Podcast and Anchor, Spotify, the Fancy Monsters. Boom! Come hit us up. Come follow us. Still got a lot going on, even though it's almost the off season, guys. Yeah. So lots to talk about player movements. Different things for next season we got to pay attention to. So come hang out with us. Uh, but James, we also got some news that we want to chat about. So what do we got in Monster News this week? Yeah, so first piece of news, there was also some new reports about Deshaun Watson. He wants out of Houston regardless of whoever they hired head coach. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I think that's a good decision for him. The I think the thing is, is because now with all this stuff coming out, they might try and go hire somebody that was like on his list per yeah. se. But I think he needs, needs to move on. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the Jamal Adams situation, just where like it's so far gone at this point. Which it's is funny ev- because it's inevitable. <laughs> that's actually funny you bring that up because that's one of the teams that he's possibly looking at going yeah. to. <laughs> well, it, yeah, at least the coach isn't there anymore. Same coach. So uh, Matthew Stafford, this was actually some big surprising. You it, surprised it, me with it that. It makes sense, but it's still something you don't see a lot. Matthew Stafford and the Lions have agreed to part ways this offseason. Yeah, I'm. I'm again. I'm not surprised. I don't think Detroit, since he's been there, hasn't really surrounded him with a They've lot of. Never good time. had a defense, and yeah, the offensive talent has been very spotty at times. Right now, it looks decent, 
But that defense Not is a wreck, yeah. And there's I, there's no way Kenny stays now. There no. is no way. No, I definitely see Kenny on a new team, and I I definitely think be, Stafford's going to be. Would be awesome is if they stay together wherever they go. I don't know if they could. I don't know if anybody's going to be able to afford that, but maybe That'd be awesome. Maybe so. Uh, John Elway had some quotes saying the new GM is free to move on from Drew Locke if they want to. Why is John Elway still part of the organization? Does he own the team? No. No, he doesn't own the team. What does he do? Because I thought he was the GM. He, uh, that's a good question. Because <laughs> maybe he's the president. I don't know. I don't know what the organizational trees look like. I'm just trying to figure out why John Elway is still there. Yeah. <laughs> I think who they need to move on from is John Elway. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Uh, Philip Rivers retired. Oh. Not really surprising. Mr. Philip Rivers, it has been an absolute pleasure watching you play yeah. at times. <laughs> yeah. It, it has been fun. I always thought Philip Rivers with his little quirky, weird throwing yeah, motion. Yeah, and it got worse and worse as he got, got older terrible. and older. <laughs> just kept getting lower and lower. So do you think he's a Hall of Famer? I don't know, man. I think the thing is, is was he was he talented? I mean, he was able to move the ball down the field. He had players that made him look better than he probably actually was. I know he's like... Top ten in many stats. Yeah, he's fifth and he's fifth all time in passing yards. Yeah, so that's way top, more than top ten. What about like touchdowns or anything like that? He's fifth in passing touchdowns. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, see that like, but he doesn't have a lot of playoff wins. Yeah, but you always run into these arguments with me, and I see both sides of them. Yeah, I don't lean as heavy like longevity and just compiler compilers because that's essentially what he was. Mm-hmm. I've always kind of like. Give me like their peak, like right. their three to five year peak. How good was that? Because honestly, when you look at it, I don't, I mean, he was never like a top five quarterback Mm-mm. at any point of the league. And if he was, it was barely fifth or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, even when you look at like his fantasy ratings and stuff, because I know. mean, he's definitely better. So like that trio that was drafted together, Eli, Phillip and Ben, mm-hmm. I feel like Ben definitely had the highest peaks, mm-hmm. he also but I always lows. felt like, yeah. <laughs> But Rivers, I always felt like, was way better than Eli. Yeah. But Eli has just always gotten the pass because he got the two Super Bowls. Right. And I don't think that's necessarily fair because both of those were kind of luck wins. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. if I mean, it's not our job to decide. But in I my mean, opinion, I, think I don't know. I think there's no doubt that he's not getting in. But I I just feel like there's a different scale for quarterbacks sometimes. Yeah. You know, they're the ones throwing the ball. I mean, the ball's touching them almost you know, a hundred percent of the time in a game. So I don't know. Last piece of news. Nick Sirianni was hired as the new Eagles head coach. He worked with the Colts offense previously, but he's never called plays before. This will be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Eagles. I did get interested when they said they were looking at Todd Bowles. I thought that could have been cool, but I don't know. I wasn't a fan of Tom Bowles when he was in the jets. I like Todd Bowles. It might not have been him per se. Could have just been that organization. But he has done some good work um, as a defensive coordinator now, so you never know. I'm I'm not really familiar with Nick Sariani, but we'll learn real quick if he's going to be the guy there or not. Yeah. Do you think this keeps Wentz there? I th- I have a feeling Wentz is gone. Yeah, I do too. Whether just, it's the Eagles, like they just force him out, or if it's just Wentz just tired of looking over his shoulder. Yeah. Continuously. I think it's he's the been doing it for like three straight years. Yeah, I think I. 100% agree with you. I think he just needs to move on. Better situation. Yep. Not have to look over your shoulder. Because when Foles was there, and then now with Hurts. Yep. Because there's no way Hurts is going anywhere. 
Hertz is there. He's on a rookie contract. Yeah. He's going to be there for that entire length of that. Well, and they they really need they need to get some playmakers on that team. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else for monster news this week? No, that's it for news. Boom. We got a new segment we're going to look at, kind of discussing some of these. Because there's been a lot of news surrounding quarterbacks lately. Yeah, so we're just going to look at some quarterback landing spots. Um, some possible landing spots. I mean, we've got some quarterbacks that are definitely somewhere available, and there's a few on here that that could possibly become available. Yeah, there's some, like the big, there's like three big names out there right now: Deshaun yeah, so, Watson, mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford, and I'm throwing Carson Wentz in there. I I don't blame you at all. I and think these Carson are just Wentz like the good. big name guys. There could still be a lot of low like not as good guys on the move. Yeah, and keep in mind some of the other people that we're hearing like Tua could be moved. Yeah. But that's part of possibly yeah, a trade. Yeah. So this isn't that they're just gonna give him away. <laughs> yeah. That's if they try to go after someone like Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um and then we've got some quarterback needy teams. So teams that definitely are gonna need quarterbacks now. We've got Detroit, since they're gonna move on from yeah. Matthew Stafford, Houston if they move on from Deshaun Watson. Yep. Indianapolis, because with Phillip Rivers retiring. Yep. Got the Jets. That's actually that's another person. I don't really put him in the same tier, but Sam Darnold, they're looking at trying to move on from. Yeah, exactly. So Denver, Drew Locke, he could be done. Carolina yep. with Teddy. Who knows what's going on with Chicago? Teddy, yeah, Teddy isn't terrible, but they could definitely use an upgrade there. Te- yeah, fair enough. Chicago, obviously, yeah, that everyone knows they need a quarterback upgrade. <laughs> Chicago just needs to figure out something. They also need to still fire their coach and their their front office, but yep. Apparently, that's not going to happen this year. San Francisco, we don't really know what's going on with Jimmy G. Yeah. And so I I, I, th- I feel San Francisco makes this list. Washington, you know, they you, Alex Smith is kind of on his list. Yeah, list. they could get very interesting. I do think Alex Smith is going to get comeback player of the year, but that doesn't mean he deserves a shot next year to be the starter. Yeah. Uh, the Giants, Daniel Jones is just trash. Jared Goff with the Rams. Yeah, I, mean, I put the Rams. Yeah, I, I like the Rams on this list. I think they could definitely use an improvement. Well, considering he just got... He he just re-signed recently, right? Um, Didn't he get his second? He's on a second deal now. Yeah, it might have been two, two years, years ago or less. It's yeah, it's pretty recent. Yeah, but it's been also a couple years since their Super Bowl run. Yep. And so you might need to start looking at should we move on from here? So these are the teams we're looking at. What teams kind of stand out to you for Deshaun Watson though? Watson, I know we were talking about it a lot with JT for Indy, which would be yeah, he really he really cool. It, he wants it so but bad. But we were talking and. I feel like the only way they get that deal done is if Darius Leonard gets shipped in the deal. Darius Leonard. I mean, you could look at Quentin Nelson. They even just, yeah, they just don't really have the draft picks. Yeah, man. Too. They, I mean, it would be Jonathan Taylor could also be in the package. Like, I doubt. I doubt they'd want the running back. Well, I imagine they'd want to go Johnson. defensive line. Because usually, I'm, I'm saying, thinking man. for the Deshaun Watson deal, that Houston's going to want a. Um, if it's not one of those like top draft picks from like the Jets to get Justin Fields, right? They're going to want a quarterback back in the deal, right? Indy just doesn't have that. Right. Yeah, I mean, because you, you're looking at Jacoby Brissett. I mean, that's no not, one wants that's, Yeah, that's not good. And even then, you're looking at Indy's got... They made the playoffs. Yeah. So they got a back-end first-round pick. Yeah. So you don't even have a high draft capital there either to to even move up and make other, other things happen. Yeah, I think the team I want him on the most is Carolina. Yeah, you keep Ship saying that. Ship Teddy to, over to Houston, throw some draft picks or whatever in there. I mean, that offense would How be... How old is Teddy Bridgewater? I think he's pretty old. So I don't know if that's even feasible then because I feel like Houston's looking for somebody young. I think Houston's probably just looking to get by right now. <laughs> They're looking to start over. Teddy's 28. So that's not that's not terrible for a quarterback. No, that's not super old or anything. 
He's not like 32. No. But I don't know. I still, I know you really want him there, DJ Moore. I mean, yeah, Christian McCaffrey. That could, I Robbie mean, it could Anderson. be good for him. Yep. Matt Rule's been on the up and up with that team. Yeah, it's a great then, organization. And how well they've got that defense turned around in one year. I think they would be a playoff team. That defense just got better and better yep. throughout the whole year. So where do you want to see Watson? Uh, well, where I want to see him and where I think he's going to go are two completely different things. Yeah, I really <laughs> like I for some reason he really wants to go to the Jets. I just really hope he does. That is, here's why I I do think the that Jets make, make sense. It would make the sense because they would be giving up probably the number two pick. And that, Sam Darnold. So you'd be able to get. Well, see, I would rather take Fields. If I was Houston. Than I just, not even worry about is, Sam Darnold. As much as I love Justin Fields, I don't think he's NFL ready to go. He's just, not Trevor Lawrence. No, but at least you'd be one of the elite rushers. I, I put him in the same in the NFL. I put him in the same category as I did when Tua was coming out. Yeah. I think he's a very good quarterback. But he's more athletic. He can run more. He can. He's and there'll still be Will Fuller there. There'll still be Brandon Cooks there, David Johnson there. They really need to work on that defense. So this is what I want to happen. In my dreams. Chances are very slim. I want to see him go to Miami. Okay. I want to see him down there. I hate it because I just got my two a jersey. But I think two is going to go back to Houston. They're going to have to trade their first probably and maybe their second. Or their first this year, maybe their first next year, to be able to get them, and then I want to see Kenny sign down there in Miami. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> so I want to see Deshaun Watson, Kenny Galladay. Maybe they can find a running back. That would back. also ruin my Kenny Galladay jersey. I it would. <laughs> would ruin your Kenny Galladay jersey too. But I think that would be sweet. Yeah. And talk about a team that now is playoff ready. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cool. T- like San Francisco would also be awesome. Yeah, I just I don't think San Francisco has the cap space, but Miami does. Yeah, Miami has a ton of cap space. Yep, and they're a t- I think they're the third pick this year. I think they got it. That one's from Houston. Yeah, from the Laramie yeah, Tunsil trade. Yeah, it would essentially just be getting Houston. So they're just getting back. their pick back. Yep. So Stafford, Stafford. All right, I'm, I'll start this one off because I think I'm almost 100 percent positive this is going to happen. He's going to end up in San Francisco. San Francisco. That's where I'm going. See, with. I see Stafford. Indy makes a lot of sense to me. And also maybe Washington. I don't like either. I don't actually, I don't mind the Indy because they're pretty clear that they don't mind taking some older quarterbacks. If he went in division, Chicago would be cool. Yeah, I don't think he would go in division though. He might. I don't like Washington, but that's just because Washington's where I have Carson Wentz going. Yeah. <laughs> so, see, and we'll get there. Yeah. Um, but to me, Matthew Stafford, I would, if I, still I was think him, he I, has it. Oh, I, I do too. I want to be in Kyle Shanahan's offense, though. Yeah. So San Francisco, to me, makes sense. Think about what C.J. Beathard and, and Nick Mullins do, does. In, I mean, dude, they're now quarterbacks that are actually relevant Yeah. <laughs> in this offense. So imagine a Matthew Stafford going down there with a Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, I wish they did have a little bit better deep threats in that offense because a lot of it, they just don't go deep a ton. But right, like I, I mean, Matthew Stafford will be good anywhere. Debo and and them aren't really deep threats. They're just they're very good wide they receivers. They can make big but, plays, but yeah, they're usually you, not you like. But you do have George Kittle down there. I mean, yeah. think of oh, the yeah, weapons he great could offense. have. Yeah, it's a great offense. And I don't think they have the cap space to bring in a Kenny Galladay, but I still think that would be a lot of fun. That would be a fun offense to watch. Yeah. So Wentz is the tricky one because I see two. Washington is one of them, like you yep. said. But I also think Indy makes a ton of sense because of Frank Reich. 
He worked with yep. Wentz in Philly. Yep. That's where he left to co- get the Indianapolis Colts head job. I yep. think that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, it does. I just and I think he would actually really enjoy being in Indianapolis yep. too. Um, I don't and and there's still talent on that team. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is great running back. I, we both are huge Michael Pittman fans. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a terrible rookie season. Uh, it wasn't overly Who, ama- Pittman. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it was, overly I mean, yeah, amazing. Also, but there, there are other limiting factors to right. why what happened happened. Right, but he also showed plenty of flashes out there. Yeah, I mean, some of his catches were whew, very nice. Um, and Ty is still there, and, and and again, they got some other pieces. But it would make sense. I just I feel like as perfect of a fit as I that could be. I just see him somehow in Washington. I don't know why. I could, yeah, I, see I, that. I just think him and Ron Rivera would really get along. I think Ron would Ron Rivera would, could really utilize Carson Wentz's skill set very well. And it's another team that's kind of making a push. I mean, that defense looks amazing, and you know Antonio Gibson almost like a breakout star this oh, year. Oh yeah, he was incredible. And still, you got Terry. Yeah. Lo- yeah, Logan Thomas. Logan, up to yeah, tight Logan end. Thomas at tight end. I mean, they've got some pieces the there defense. too. So looking at the quarterback needy teams we have laid out what teams do you think stick with their quarterback next year sadly i have to say the rams will i don't i don't yeah. really think jared Goff is going to be on the move the two i was more looking at well three so denver chicago and the giants that are going to keep their quarterbacks do you what do you think they oh. any of those teams keep their quarterback next year i don't think denver will um with everything coming out saying that you know they want to kind of move on from drew Locke. Which I don't really feel like it's his fault, but at the same time, uh, Chicago needs to. Yeah, <laughs> will they? I honestly, I don't think they will. Yep. Somehow, I think they're going to go back to yeah, Trubisky. I think, yeah, I think they're the team that needs to the most, but they'll probably end up not doing anything. I mean, think about they also need to move on from their front office and uh, what's his name, the head coach Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. They really need to move on. So the fact that they're not moving on from there, I don't think they'll move on from Trubisky either. Giants. I also don't know if they'd move on from Daniel Jones. Yeah. Yeah, those three situations. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Giants, to me, I there's mean... There's a reason why those three teams can't find a quarterback. Well, yeah, Daniel Jones isn't terrible. He just needs to stop his turnovers. He's been pretty... But think about... He's pretty terrible. Think about that team in general, though. There's nothing on that offense that's worth talking about. I mean, Saquon, well, Barkley Saquon was hurt. when he's healthy, Evan Ingram is... Fantasy wise, he's been very. He's always. It's just always disappointing people. But in the NFL wise, he's a very good weapon to yeah. have. Darius Slayton showed flashes. Sterling Shepard's a good, consistent wide receiver. Golden but I'm not Tate's happy. getting old. Dude, I'm no, well, yeah, but I also think it's the offensive line is terrible. The yeah. defense has gotten better, but Daniel Jones is just not good. Yeah, I mean, for crying out loud, he has a sixty-yard rushing touchdown, but he tripped at like the thirty. <laughs> totally forgot that happened. <laughs> I totally forgot that happened until right now. So that was fun. All right, guys, let us know what you guys think about these. Where do you think Deshaun Watson, Matthew Stafford, Carson Wentz could end up? And maybe one of these QB needy teams, where do you think the, the that really need to move on? You know, is it, you know, Trubisky staying in Chicago or will Drew Locke stay in Denver? We both doubt it, but we'll see. Yeah. Let's go ahead and we're going to jump into another new segment called our first round knockouts. James, you want to go ahead and explain this one? Yeah, so we're just looking at this past year, 2020 drafts, ADP of players that went in the first round. And we're going to see which ones we think are going to be knocked out, won't be there next year. Boom. Punches are going to be thrown. So let's just start it off. First person off the board last year in drafts, CMC. Now, these also, 
may not have been necessarily the first ones off on your draft. This yeah, was this just the first one majority of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Average draft position. CMC, he'll still be there. Yeah, still be I think there. he's going to be the number one pick again. I don't know about number one, but I do, he'll, because still, he'll still be there. When he played this year, I mean, it sucked if you had him. It wasn't that often, but when he did play, he performed exactly like you'd expect him to. I'm just throwing it Except, off to injury season. Yeah, even with his comeback, he came back and had a great game. Yeah, they gave him everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just but can't keep him off the field when he's there. That's why I don't think that I'm going to draft him that high next year is because I think next year they're going to have to realize you can't give him everything. Who would you take ahead of him, though? Mm, I don't know yet. Exactly. <laughs> so you want to hit number two? Saquon Barkley, this my dude. This one's interesting. Yeah. With him, again, he was out all year. He only played in the first game, got hurt, didn't play at all again. I don't think he falls out of the first round, but I think he's going to be a back, be back end of the guy. first. Yeah. I think he'll go uh, maybe 9, 10, 11, 12, yep. somewhere through there. Just because, again, with the injury risk. Yeah. And the offense. Yeah, and the offense sucks. Yeah. I mean, unless they make big moves. Oh, my gosh. I just thought about this. This might make us cry. But do you think Kenny Galladay ends up in the Giants? Giants? I hope not. (laughs) That would be so sad. So sad. Yeah. All right. Number three. Zeke. That's tough. I think he's out. I think he's out. I think he's early to mid-second next year. I don't know, because for that to happen, you would have to take wide receivers over him. Uh, I think there'll be other players. Like I think Jonathan Taylor is probably going to be moving into the first round. I think there will be some more wide receivers going in the first round next year. Mm-hmm. I think Zeke's early second, back mid-second next okay. year. I'm not I'm not upset with it. I mean, I just look at what he, he was. He was much better with Dak, but even with Dak, it was more what we saw the year before, and it was just no really big plays whatsoever to speak of. Yeah, I mean, Tony Pollard was more explosive than he was, and I don't know what's going on with Zeke, but he's just kind of like a downhill trained right now. He's not getting fed. There's a little stupid feeding thing yeah. they used to do. Yeah, Dude, stop doing it. You suck. Four is also very interesting. Michael Thomas. Yeah. I think he's out of the first round. And I think he'll probably fall to towards the back end of the second. And I think he's going to be of huge value next year in drafts. I'm going to disagree with you. I think you. people are. So what do you think? I, th- I agree with you in the fact that he's going to drop. Yeah. I do not think he's going to be a massive value. And here's why. As I don't think Drew Brees is coming back. No, he's not. And that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Uh, if if it's Jameis at quarterback, I think Michael Thomas is going to be a value. Next Jameis year. would have to resign because well, he was yeah. on a one year deal. Yeah. So if he resigns, that would be interesting. I don't know because Michael Thomas and Drew Brees never really threw the ball downfield. No, he doesn't need to though. Yeah, but Jameis wants to throw the ball downfield. But he doesn't always. And Mike, I mean, yeah, that could just be part part of the offense. But even with Taysom Hill in there, Michael Thomas had a hundred yard game or two. I think this was another one like CMC, just an injury plagued year for Michael Thomas. Yeah, I do think he'll he'll definitely drop a round or two, unfortunately. Five, Alvin Kamara, he'll stay. Yeah, he'll definitely stay. 21 touchdowns on do the year. Do you think he'll he stay. goes at five again, though, or do you think he falls more with people getting nervous about Drew Brees not being there? I think Taste he moves up. or Jameis. Really, you think he moves up? Yeah, I think he'll move up. Like, I'll take him over Zeke, obviously. I think he'll move down a little bit. 
who would you take over him? I'd take Henry. I would take Cook. I'd take Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. Uh, I might not take Tyreek or Devontae. I don't know. He'll probably be right around here, if not a little less. I think I think he'll be like three or four on my board. If Taysom's the quarterback, or J- which one would you rather see a quarterback for Kamara, Taysom or Jameis? Jameis. That one's tough. I just don't trust Taysom Hill. Yeah, I know, but name like a top fantasy running back with Jameis Winston when he was in the Bucks. Yeah, but name consistently. Name a good running back that was on the Bucks when Jameis Winston was quarterback. I mean, I just don't think he's had the talent. Yeah, I guess the best one you could say was Doug Martin, and that's not even that great. He was an old Doug Martin. Yeah. The thing is, is with Taysom Hill, he's going to run just as much. It's going to take all those rushing yards away from Alvin Kamara. So for Alvin Kamara to be relevant to me is going to be Jameis on the team. Yeah, Taysom. So six, we got Derek Henry. I think this one's easy. Yeah, he's obviously going to be in the first. Yeah, he'll stay. Seven also should be very easy. Dalvin Cook, he should stay. Yeah. Eight, Devontae Adams. I think that one's a lock yep. to stay. I think he's the new Michael Thomas. Yeah. I think he's the new number one wide receiver. Oh, yeah, he will 100% be the number one wide receiver. Yep. Nine, Joe Mixon. I think he's definitely out. Yeah. He'll probably be back in the second. Yeah. Ten, yeah. Tyree Kill. And I think he I think he will stay in the first round. Tyree Kill, I mean... I mean, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but just this past game against the Bills, I mean, in this entire season, he's been he has been very, very good the past few years. Yeah. Consistent. Yeah. Getting the targets. Uh, I feel like I'm gonna trust him though. Yeah, no, I like it a lot, actually. Name a guy that maybe just try and pick somebody that you think is going to move into this first round that's not on this list. I have a feeling Jonathan Taylor's gonna be there. You think so? Yeah. That's who you're gonna go with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to think. I know we do have a segment that'll be coming up, I think, next week where it's hard players to rank. But this is going to be one of the ones that we'll definitely be talking about a little bit. But someone like DK, do you think someone might be stupid no. enough to go up there? No. That second half of, I don't, I think all Seattle players are going to be downgraded pretty heavily next year. I, I, they will for me. I just kind of feel like a lot of people are going to take that shot on him now. I don't know why, but I, I just, think another player that could sneak in there is Nick Chubb. I think that way he could get. Well, in the he bag. was on my list. What about David Montgomery? I think I think he'd be more beginning of the second. Yeah, like I would rather have him. Yeah, if I find it had. I'd rather take like Devontae Again, Adams, Nagy, dude, Tyree Kill. I'd rather take both of those receivers over him. I would also rather take Nick Chubb over him. Yeah, same. So, but we'll be getting into that stuff next week for you guys. But let us know about our first round knockouts. So these are these again were the, were guys that were drafted in the first round that. So we knocked out Zeke, Michael Thomas, and Joe Mixon, three players. We kept Saquon in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just said he would fall pretty far back. You just fall. I, I knew he was dropping. I just didn't know how far. Yep. So knocked out three people, and and let's be honest. I mean, someone on that list for next year is going to get kicked out too. That oh happens yeah, every, every year. year. Yeah, every year. <laughs> so, More than one. Yeah. Again, we kicked out three for this year. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into our conference championship recap. If you guys didn't watch the games, I highly recommend you go back and watch them. They were kind of fun. Yeah, we'll start with the first one: Packers versus the Bucks. 
I mean, it was two old men out there, and at times it looked like two old men out there, and then at times yeah. it looked like two like rookies in the league, like just throwing absolute dart. I mean, it was insane how Tom Brady was going from like that Scotty Miller touchdown throw was just absolutely mm-hmm. perfect, mm-hmm. and then he went to just throwing absolute ducks out there that had no chance of being completed, mm-hmm. and the defenders were just sitting underneath them waiting. Yeah, it didn't make sense. I mean, he, he had three, three picks. Yeah, three interceptions in this game. Three picks. <laughs> what a joke. I mean, yeah, you look at just the quarterback stats, you'd think the Packers should have won this game. Yeah. but Well, I think Rodgers threw for like 350. Yep. Three touchdowns, only had one interception. Better yeah. completion percentage. That one interception, actually, though, was really... <laughs> it, was, it was a nice pick. But I, I kind of agree with you. I think, you know, I think we were even watching the game at one point, and I go, is it like super windy there? Or like, what's going on? Because there's like, the ball would just die in yep. midair. And I'm just like... You know, some of these passes from Tom Brady, I'm like, yeah, it was, he doesn't normally throw these. Yeah, it is in Lambeau, and it is always just very bad elements. But yeah, it was just, it couldn't, like, it was just too inconsistent yeah. to be, like, so good one second and then so bad the other. Yeah, I mean, it was almost like every other pass. Like, you just didn't know if the ball was going deep, it was either going to be missing, a dime. I mean, he was throwing, overthrowing Mike Evans at times by, like, three, four feet yeah. in the air. Like, that's freaking Mike Evans. Yeah, it's hard to overthrow him. I mean, that's ended up, he. I think he threw two picks that went Mike Evans way. I know one was definitely, it was tipped, but yeah, I just, I don't get it. Yeah. There was also a great four net touchdown. That's been move. That was, he had a great play in this one. Godwin stepped up in this one. Best receiver for the bucks. Mike Evans had a decent game with the touchdown. Scotty Miller had a big play. Mm-hmm. It did suck for the Packers. So Aaron Jones got knocked out of this one pretty early. Yeah. That was really frustrating for my DFS lineup. Yeah. I had him in a lot, in a lot of places. <laughs> But uh, Jamal Williams did okay, and A.J. Dillon got a lot of touches. But I'm going to be honest with you. You know, this has been one of the biggest talks this week is, you know, who blew that game? Yeah, I know there were some quotes of Rodgers, like... Um, yeah, the, I didn't choose the field goal or something. Yeah, and, and, kind of being passive-aggressive like he always is. Yeah, he's always passive-aggressive. But I just look at it this way. I don't... I'm not going to always blame they the coach. Needed, they needed the, they would have needed to get the two-point conversion anyway yeah. to make it just to tie the game. Or it, So I understand both sides. If I was out there, I would have gone for the fourth down. But Well, I think if you're, if you're wanting to win the game, give it to the guy that got you there. Yeah. I'm fine with that. But I think we're... And there had already been multiple times in that game where Brady just made the Bucks defense look stupid on the goal line. Especially like that Devontae Adams touchdown. Wide you mean open. Rodgers made the Bucks defense look stupid. I thought I said Rodgers. You said Brady. Oh, whatever. But Brady can make the Bucks defense look stupid in practice. I, yeah, I imagine he does. <laughs> um but th- that's the other thing too, though, is let's let's remember that, you know, Devontae Adams dropped a touchdown. Yeah. So did Lazard. Lazard dropped a touchdown. MVS dropped a two point conversion. Yeah, I mean, come on. There MVS, was, like, seriously, he has to be like Top five most annoying fantasy player of all time. Yeah, he's you on my never know series. when he's going to happen, and then he just has these like explosions out of nowhere. Again, not in my DFS lineup, but should have been. We went. I think we both went with Lazard. Yeah, <laughs> some of ours. But uh, again, it, it's just so frustrating because it all comes down to was it Aaron Rodgers' fault or was it Matt Lafleur? Let's just say it like it is. There was times that this game, you know that the Packers, you know, did blow. The only play to me that I feel like Rodgers really blew was that touchdown to Vontae Adams that was throwing a little high and he couldn't keep his feet in. Yeah. 
He needed that. And I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been so perfect all year. So, right. He's going to be MVP. Yeah. So, to me, I don't think so. I do blame Matt LaFleur for kicking a field goal. Again, you, you kind of played scared at that point. Yeah. You need you needed a touchdown there. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how Brady plays in the Super Bowl. But some of those throws in this game by Brady. Well concern. Do you think honestly, I I feel like if he wins the Super Bowl, you should probably ride right off into the sunset. Well, I mean, he only signed a two year, so technically he could. <laughs> I know. Uh, cool. I mean, there's just always that like how long are you gonna hold on? Are you gonna hold on until you're gonna end up getting benched for a backup like Eli Manning? I mean, Eli Manning yeah. was never as good as Tom Brady. <laughs> don't even, but don't even like, go there. Do you even want to stain your reputation even a little bit when you're Tom Brady? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, if he wins the Super Bowl this year, he, he's definitely going to have to kind of take a hard look in the mirror and just be like, "Is will it be time?" Because even if he doesn't, even the well, if he doesn't, I think he'll be back because he's going to want to. I mean, he's got six, dude. Just, he wants seven. You know what's always better than the last one? The next one you can get, you know? So I I don't know, but I'm a little nervous because, again, some of his passes just did not look crisp. Where's the Super Bowl being played at again this it's year? It's in Tampa. Well, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the teams can get go to the stadium until t- I think it's two days before the game or whatever, but... Gosh, dude. When's the last time that happened? I actually think it happened pretty recently. Um, I think maybe the Falcons game was played in Atlanta, if I remember correctly. When they played Tampa, or when they when played, they played New, England. New England, yeah. I mean, when was the last time Atlanta was in the Super Bowl, dude? Yeah, fair enough. Well, I didn't know if it was before that. I don't know. Yeah, but that's crazy. So it's in Tampa, so it's going to be outdoors. I mean, I don't really think it. I don't think necessarily it yeah, it favors anybody. All, I mean, you're no. playing in heat, so Patrick Mahomes should have a really good game too. So I don't know. It's going to be a fun game. Yeah. All right. Move on. Yep. Bills, Chiefs. But the Bills fans were feeling pretty good at the beginning of this game. I was feeling pretty good at the beginning of this game. Yeah, and then Chiefs <laughs> turned it on, and they turned it on. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes looked great. I, I don't think the foot was bothering him Yeah, at all. He was still able to do whatever he wanted to do out there. Clyde Edwards-Alaire made an appearance, but not really. Six rushing attempts for seven yards. He got a touchdown. Darrell Williams held... Handled most of the running back work. Always mm-hmm. looks fine. Mm-hmm. But Tyree Kill in this game, like, I, I always reiterate this, but just like every time it blows my mind, how fast he can move around people and just like totally sidestep people. And the other person's running full speed and he's just like yeah. moving them, like just walking around them. Yeah, his lateral quickness is insane. What you talking about, like that reverse play or something that he did? All of them. Yeah, just all just in every play. Tyreek Hill's ball in his hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, keep in mind that like what all the receivers run like a four four or something. Or hey, I think faster. all the receivings, all the receivers on the team are under four five or four four five. Yeah, because like, Michael Hardman including had, Kelsey, and that's including Kelsey. Stupid. He's not even a tight end. No. And Kelsey, yeah, had a another big game. I mean, this has to be the best tight end season of all time for a tight end. 15 targets, 13 receptions, 118 yards, two touchdowns. And like we bring this up every time I feel like we're watching a Chiefs game together. He's always open. God. I mean, he's we, always open, but 
it takes them so long to break that first tackle. Yeah. <laughs> the second guy is usually <laughs> always there in time. And another thing is he just loves, he, he, he always has to dive through the end zone to score a touchdown. Yeah. I, He's always jumping through the end zone with a defender wrapped around him. I love that. It's so funny. So our brother-in-law was watching the game with yep. us. And he's a big hockey fan, so he's not. He knows stuff about football, but he's not like a massive football guy. Even he was like, "How is this dude still open?" <laughs> like, like the whole game, he's like, "Oh, there he is again." No one's around him for like five yards. Yep. <laughs> and the thing is, is he just keeps moving. He's always moving. He never stands still. Yep. And I think that's what makes him so special because there's never seems to be anybody around him, and he's always open. And Mahomes always finds him, and he's always going to be there, and he's always going to be the number one tight end. Yeah. So Bill side, Allen, he didn't have a terrible game. It wasn't yeah. his best game. Had nothing good working on the running on the in the running game. Cole Beasley had a game seven for eighty eight. Stefan Diggs had an okay game six for seventy seven, but that was about it. Dawson Knox, six for forty two and a touchdown, of course. Yeah. It was just a little disappointing. Are you do you do you think Josh Allen stays at this level next year? I think so. I mean, I the thing is, is I think Josh I mean, Allen, number one quarterback in the league again. Oh, I don't know about that. Wise. I don't know about repet. I don't know about re. Yeah, I'm more that, talking fantasy wise. I think he'll still be top five. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I agree. Maybe even top three. I don't know if he'll be number one. Because think about, it. I mean, Kyler Murray took a huge step up. He could be number one next year. Lamar could get back to his normal stuff. You know, yep. it, there's a, there's a lot. Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah, yeah. there's still. Depending so where like Deshaun Watson lands, he could be up. He could be number one, there, yeah. exactly. So I don't, I don't want to say number one, but I still think he'll be top five. He'll definitely be a number one, yeah, hundred uh, percent. But I think the thing that the Bills need to look at is him and Allen, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, dude. You got that's on lock. Perfect. You you got that. They need a running game. Yeah. And I keep look thinking about like. You know, maybe one of those running backs out in Green Bay, if they don't resign. Oh, man, if you could put Aaron Jones on this Bills. Could you imagine? I can't. That'd be so (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Because I I know you really want Aaron Jones to stay. I I think there's a good good chance he'll stay. Yeah. But I also don't know. I mean, they could draft like ETN or something like that. Najee Harris. Where's the the Bills can't. The running back's not going to go that high this year. There's I mean, no Travis Etienne with all a- these wide receivers, the top quarterbacks. I mean, we barely had a first round running back last year, and there were quite a handful of good ones. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, there's still a chance. I mean, Travis Etienne's supposed to be very good. Yeah, I like him. Um, and I actually don't mind Najee Harris either. And there's a couple other ones that are coming. Yeah, you in can't ever really go bad. wrong with a running back from Alabama. You can, Eddie Lacy. Yeah, still got a couple good years out of him. Well, then he just got if that's massive. worst case. Yeah, if that's worst case scenario, he still got two good years. Yeah, you could do better than that. So, yeah, I'm just saying though, because I mean, there's there's a lot of free agent running backs too, and there's dude, there's also still a lot of free agent wide receivers coming out this year. Yeah, I'm yeah, just I don't I'm know if saying. they're going to make any moves in the wide receiver department. I don't think so either. But they definitely need to mo- make a move in the in the running back game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have to. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to be back where they. I were. do really like. The Bills head coach. Sean McDermott. Yeah, he's he seems like he's really got this team how he wants them. It's clicking. And everyone's seen, yeah, they it's good. Defense needs to tighten up just a little bit. Um you could definitely see that the They just need to be more consistent. Yeah, I they mean they clearly have the capability of being a very, very good defense. 
Do you, do you think it was a product of the Bills' defense just not having a good game, or is Mahomes in that it's offense Mahomes. just that It's Mahomes good? in that offense. Yeah. yeah. That's what stinks, man. He just doesn't allow for those mistakes, kind of like Brady, which is yeah. early in Brady's career. He just doesn't make those mistakes. And when he does, he usually follows it up with like six That's never happening points again. And, yeah. You know, yeah, like six straight um, possessions with, with points. You know, it's like, crap. <laughs> he threw two picks and he still scored six touchdowns after that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just crazy how, how he can be. So looking then to next week's game, so the, or not next week's game, the following week's game for the Super Bowl, any predictions you want to chat about? Uh, I think we'll save most of it for next week. I'm, I'm really ready to see the prop bets. I always like looking at the Super Bowl prop bets. Yeah. yeah. Um, predictions? I know. If ne- I had to guess... I think the Bucks probably fall on their face. Yeah. Interesting. I know next week we're going to come out with some sort of bet most likely for this game. I think it would be fun. I think we should just each pick a team. What Chiefs. do you think? You got the Chiefs. You're Chiefs. taking a shot. I'll take the Bucks. That's fine. Let's <laughs> see what happens. Okay. Dude, I just I never want to bet against Tom Brady I anyway. Don't, yeah, I mean, I just don't know. And again, you can't say that the Bucks defense didn't look good. No, yeah, they they did good. look good. <laughs> so does the Chiefs defense. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I'm really excited be. for it. I think this is one of the one of the few Super Bowls that I'm actually like, I really can't wait till the game. Yeah. Like, I'm actually really, really excited about this game. <laughs> We've got some news to tell you regarding Pro Bowl and stuff next week because technically that'll be next week. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard, if you haven't already heard it. A little strange. A little? Yeah. So there's not going to be like an NFL, like a normal Pro Bowl game. There's not going to be both teams on an NFL field playing each other. Mm. Instead, it'll be played virtually with Madden NFL 21. Oh, boy. So, so first thoughts. Okay. First thoughts. I was sitting here thinking like, oh, God, like, are they just going to have like the whole entire roster playing as themselves on a Madden game? Yeah, I knew that buddy, sounds yeah, I knew buddies used to do that in high school on NHL video games yeah. for like to like practice. So like you would only play like your, guy, your guy, your position. Yeah. So you were like, yeah, like but. you would lock your position. That'd be really dumb. So I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, that sounds terrible. But then it got worse. <laughs> yeah. So there'll be four representatives from each team. So the AFC team will have Deshaun Watson, Derrick Henry, Snoop Dogg, of course, and Keyshawn Johnson. The NFC team will have Kyler Murray. Jamal Adams, Bubba Wallace, and Marshawn Lynch, which is cool. Marshawn Lynch and anything's cool. Yeah. So this is going to work is each person for their team will get to play one five-minute quarter. So they'll just pass the controller. Like, <laughs> <laughs> If you guys don't catch this, we really think that's dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It's different. But I mean, you know, in a in a pandemic situation, I don't really know what else you can really do. Yeah. But uh, I just <laughs> it's just really stupid. Also, Madden is one of the most glitchiest games on the planet, so this will be fun to see NFL superstars also complain about it. So we'll see. I'm sure. Can you imagine like Jamal Adams, like goes for a pick, and it goes through his hands, quote unquote, and then he throws the controller at the TV and breaks it. Yeah, I just want to see Marshawn Lynch and Snoop Dogg go at it. You're going to see which one's a little bit more high than the other one? Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, James, if they can, uh, they want to, any of our listeners want to outreach us and let us know about their disgust as far as the Pro Bowl next week or anything else that we discussed on today's episode, where can they find us at? Uh, Twitter, Facebook, at the TFL Monsters, Apple Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, the Fantasy Monsters. Let us know, guys. Come follow us. Come hang out with us again. Just because fantasy is over, that doesn't mean we don't have things to talk about. Still lots of things to discuss moving into the offseason, moves, trades, all those types of things. So, uh, But thank you guys for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James, and we'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Yeah, I feel like a monster And I'm just in a home